Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. August 6th, Sunday. Anthony was right about one thing. Being at the lake on Kyle's boat was indeed like being on a private cruise. I was lying on a chaise lounge on the lower deck, lightly buzzed on a watermelon cosmopolitan, and enjoying the honeyed haze of doing absolutely nothing. This was a job I could get used to, being Dr. Kyle Covey's wife. It wasn't lost on me that with the stroke of a pen, Kyle could make all my financial problems go away. But his recent acquisition of a half million dollars worth of Traxton stock meant I couldn't tell him about losing my job. I couldn't risk him panicking and selling his shares, exposing me and him to insider trading charges. And if I broke the exit agreement I'd signed, I'd never get my bonus. Plus, I'd have to admit to Kyle what had happened to my rainy day money, exposing him to the complete underbelly of my life. That is, my mother's redneck bigamist thief boyfriend and a slew of white trash relatives. I excluded my sweet brother Donnie from that heap, but revealing Donnie and Kyle to each other was another risk, and not just for me. I didn't want Donnie to feel snubbed, especially now when he was beginning to be more perceptive within his limitations of autism. I felt torn. The world I'd come from was pulling at me from behind, and the world I wanted was tugging me forward. Shade fell over my eyes. You're being antisocial, Kyle said. I smiled up at him. Sorry, I had a rough week, and this feels so good. You look sexy lying there. I preened. So join me. He extended his hand. I can't abandon my guests, and people are asking for you. Besides, you don't want to get too much sun. You'll freckle. Duty called. Okay, will you hand me my cover-up? No way you're covering up that gorgeous bod. I want to show you off. How could any woman resist that? I put my free hand in his, allowing him to pull me up. He frowned. What happened to your hands? The old paper cuts had dried to maroon, scabby slits. The new ones were bright pink. Oh, just dealing with a lot of paperwork lately. For the new position? Mm-hmm. I'll get you some ointment. You don't want a scar. We climbed to the upper deck and he handed me off to his sister, Helen. She was talking to two other women who were squeezed into shapewear disguised as one-piece bathing suits. Della, you know Trish and Julie from the club? Hi. I said, good to see you again. We were talking about your amazing drug, Helen said, then whispered, thanks for the samples. I was glad she appreciated them. Sharing meant less for me to last until December. Della just got a promotion because her sales had been so fantastic. I squirmed, remembering Portia's implication that my stellar sales had put a spotlight on Traxton's star product. Congratulations, the women chorused in harmony. Beltina is better than cocaine, Julie said, 
I've dropped 15 pounds in a month. 20 for me, Trish said, holding up a pink frozen drink. And I get to enjoy alcohol. Right? No more seltzer water, Julie added, clinking her frosty glass with Trish's. Trish stared at my body unabashedly. You've probably always been thin, like Helen, so you don't know what we're talking about. I smiled and took another drink of my Cosmopolitan. Julie sighed. I didn't win the skinny jeans lottery. Me either, Trish said. I've been hungry since sixth grade trying to keep my weight in check. Until now. She squinted at my crotch. Oh, my God, you have a thigh gap. I thought they were an urban legend. She pulled out her camera and took a picture. I dearly hoped she planned to post it on social media. We could hate you, Della, Helen said, except Kyle adores you. And we all adore Kyle, Julie added. Some more than others, Trish observed over her glass. We all turned to look. Libby Lakes had snagged Kyle to open a bottle of champagne, and he was struggling. The image of Charlie Graham opening a bottle so expertly at his chef's table flashed back to me, but I pushed it away. After all, Charlie probably couldn't perform a facial chemical peel. When the cork popped, people nearby cheered and dodged the flying foam. Libby held up a glass for Kyle to fill and made a joke about how well he popped her cork. Kyle laughed nervously then handed the bottle to someone else and walked toward me, holding up the small tube of ointment for my hands. I smiled back, but a woman knows when her relationship is being threatened. So, for now, I'd keep acting as if I was the successful pharmaceutical sales manager Kyle and everyone else thought I was. Sigh. Instead of the temp girl, I really am. Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. If you find the story intriguing, I would be so grateful if you take two minutes to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Good reviews feed the magic algorithms that decide what to show listeners who are searching for an entertaining podcast. In short, reviews help more people find Temp Girl. Thank you so much for your support. <laughs>